0: Let's have some real talk real quick. If your stripes are looking jank and look like absolute dog water, you are not going to be able to charge as high a rate as someone who's got a freaking laser on those things, all right? What's going on and welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast where we help you set and reach new milestones in your small service business. I'm your host, Matthew Armstrong, and on this episode we're talking about pricing lawn care jobs. I'm here with Matt Allen, Check's Director of Education and a veteran lawn jockey himself. All right, let's yes. get to it. Okay, so I don't know about y'all, but when it comes to pricing lawn care jobs, I've made tons of mistakes over the years. I've underpriced jobs and left a lot of money on the table. I've overpriced and lost jobs. And I remember also underpricing a job that I would show up to week after week and I just absolutely hated that yeah, yard. Been there, um, been there. And and so I raised it and it still wasn't even worth it to me. So I, I have some scars around this topic. But really, if you want to increase your close rate on bids without selling yourself short, this episode's for you. We're going to cover three easy to master topics that if you put these into place in your business, you'll be able to make the money that you need to. So make sure that you stay to the end because we're going to share with you a pretty awesome tool that we've built to help you find your target hourly rate so that you can price jobs with confidence.
1: Yeah. And I also want to say real quick, if you are not in lawn care and you're in some other service business, stick around because the topics we're covering are sort of for everybody. Like we're going to use lawn care as an example, but yep. there will, the lessons you will learn from here are are
0: kind of lessons you can take in any kind of service business. Yeah, dang, right. All right, so before we jump in, I want to say that this podcast is brought to you by Check. Check is a business management app built to help you organize and automate your small service business so you can leave your admin in the field where it belongs. So if you run a small or solo service business, then go register for Check for free today by hitting the link in the show notes or by going to hellocheck.co and clicking download. Check is the best and most affordable way to manage your small service business, plus it's gonna help you look extremely professional, and who doesn't want that? Okay, so I want to jump straight into this topic. We got three points. The first one is that we need to talk about something called THR right. and how right. to use it. What is THR? That is your target hourly rate. Now, if you've never been exposed to this topic, a lot of people, especially in lawn care, will start at this dollar per minute or $60 an hour mark. Um, now, there are a lot of different things that can affect your target hourly rate. We're going to dive into some of those things. But the one of the biggest pieces of your target hourly rate is how much do you need to actually pay yourself? Matt, can you like right. talk to us about that? Because right. it is complex. Yeah.
1: I mean, when you think about most businesses go out of business because the owners aren't able to pay themselves. Yeah. Right? Like, and if you're transitioning in, out of a full-time position and you want to you want to run your lawn care business full time you know how much you got to stick in your pocket yeah if you're going to do this as a side hustle i mean there's no point in doing it if you're not putting the right amount of money in your pocket right yeah, so like right. for me when i when i'm thinking about this i always want to start with like what do i want to put in my pocket every week right so if you're full time yes. maybe you know maybe 1000 bucks is what you need for yourself if you're part-time just doing on this on the weekends, you know, maybe it's a few hundred extra bucks per week, you know, it's it's different for everybody, so I can't say like this is how much you should pay yourself. Um, you just need to kind of look at your own finances, your personal finance and say this is what I need to make this worth it for me. Yeah. Like lawn care is not easy, right? We're hot, we're sweaty, bit by wasps, you know, sunburned, mm. dehydrated. So you if it if you're going to do it, you you got to make it worth it for yourself.
0: Yeah, that's right. So a couple of things that go into what you can actually that what can increase your target hourly rate, right? Um, a few things straight up is like your experience level and the quality that you provide. So let's let's have some real talk real quick. If your stripes are looking jank and look like absolute dog water, you are not going to be able to charge as high a rate right, as someone right. who's got a freaking laser on those things all right and then if those edges are looking like i mean like absolute dog water again like if they're not straight you got you (laughs) gotta have crispy edges if you're not providing a high quality in like in product you should not charge as high but with practice, attention to detail. There's no reason why you shouldn't include that in incre- by increasing your target hourly rate. So, just simply put, this is a, actually this is a bit of an overgeneralization. But if if you've been in it for a for a while, you should be able to charge more. But there's also an aspect of you can't stop paying attention to detail. There are a lot of people who've been in it for a very long time who are not attention, do not have attention to detail. And so that is something that we need to pay attention to. Another thing is better equipment. If you're out there with a 21 inch Home Depot, electric battery powered mower or like with a cord on it, right. It's going to, you know, you're not going to be able to charge as much as someone who's running commercial grade equipment, laying down better stripes or better better finished product. And also as you buy better equipment, it allows you to finish the job faster, right? Right. So I should lower my rate if I could finish it faster, right? <gasps> incorrect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But but because you have increased fixed costs and variable costs into that, like it costs more to maintain that $10,000 mower than it does the $300 mower from a Home Depot or Lowe's. So as you get better equipment, your effective hourly rate or your target hourly rate should actually go up a little bit, at least stay the same. But so on the topic of increased expenses, how does a business owner find out how much their expenses are costing them on an hourly right, basis? Right, right, so we
1: talked about like, what do you need to stick in your pocket? Yeah. But your target hourly rate also is a combination of what do you want to stick in your pocket plus what does it cost you to run your business? That's right? right. And so this is, again, I can't say just charge 60 bucks an hour because everybody has different business expenses. Yeah. You know, again, the example, like if you've got a $300 push mower, you're not making payments on it, hopefully. You know, when I bought my, you know, right stander, I mean, that was a $10,000 mower. Yeah. I, wasn't, I didn't have the cash for that. So I had to pay, you know, make payments on it, right? So I had to figure that in to my target hourly rate. So it's it's a lot of math, and we're going to make it simple for you. But at the end of the day, what you do is you just take up all your monthly expenses and add them up. And then you figure out, well, how much am I work how much am I cutting, right? So mm-hmm. let's say you're cutting 40 hours a week.
0: Same for like cleanups, 100 to 125 dollars an hour. But now that we have our target hourly rate, we are ready to bid some jobs. To do this, we need to estimate our time to complete, or what we call TTC. Okay. So we have our target hourly rate multiplied by our time to complete. And that is going to tell us exactly how much to bid for this yard. You just take how much your total expenses are
1: and divide that by 40. If you're only cutting on the weekend, you know, maybe 10 hours on a Saturday, you take all your monthly expenses, divide that by 10 hours per week, and then you multiply that before, right? So it does take some effort on your part. So you're going to have to do some research. You're going to have to look through your bank statements, add it all up, figure out what it's costing you per month and divide it by the number of hours. Yeah. Add that together with your personal hourly rate. And what you're going to get is a target hourly rate that is specifically tailored to your
0: business. Boom. Easy, easy peasy. Right. Okay. So we now know our target hourly rate. So for my lawn business, I'm at the target hourly rate of uh, roughly $75 an hour for like simple lawn maintenance. And then right, if it was hedge right. trimming or something like that, something a little more labor intensive, I'd aim for $100 an hour. So a couple of tips on this. I really like to use what I call a benchmark yard. It is an average sized, well priced yard. It's not on the low end. It's not one of my outliers that's on the high end. like. Like a minimum size, like a minimum yard, where I'm making effectively like 120 dollars an hour, but it only takes me 15, 20 minutes. Right. So a benchmark yard is something that is over your minimum that you're happy with the price, you understand the size, the there aren't a ton of obstacles, but then, it 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 gives you the ability to say, okay, for this new yard, is it going to take me lo- longer or shorter than my benchmark? Are there more obstacles, or are there less obstacles right. than my benchmark? Right. And and you're just doing these simple comparisons. And it, it, it doesn't have to be super complicated. I'll be like, okay, it, I think this is gonna take me 15 minutes longer than my benchmark yard. Or this obstacle, or all these kids' toys, are gonna take me right. 10 minutes longer to work around than my benchmark yard.
1: Do you ever use like a stopwatch? Like I've used a stopwatch
0: Yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is like getting super precise and you're smart for doing that. I, so quick plug, we actually have one of those built into the app so that yeah. if you're doing like, if you're for clients that you actually already have and you're mowing on a regular basis, say you, you price their job at your target hourly rate, $60 an hour, and you price this job at $60. So that needs to take you less than one hour or you underbid that job. Right. So I'll use the check app to like, you know, mark start that like stop. start and stop yeah. and, and compare. So anyways, but moving on, yeah, you look at the size of the yard, how much grass there is, how much trimming, how much edging, like is the edge overgrown? Different things we could talk about fees another time, not in this not in this episode, but, but yeah, you look at all those things. You also look at gate width. Is your mower going to fit, fit? <laughs> through the gate? Oh my gosh! I remember bidding this one job. Okay, so I remember bidding this one job, and I I always carry a tape measure in my truck. I always carry a tape measure, like always, except for this time. So I literally had to eyeball it. Didn't have the mower on me, and I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is gonna fit. At the time, I was running a forty-two inch mower because all you know, all my jobs were small to medium sized residential, right and i show up to mow it for the first time what do you know it doesn't fit it doesn't fit <laughs> by like an inch i like i was i was kind of trying to force myself through this through this gate it was like a wrought iron gate so it wasn't going to get messed up but i was like please please go through the <laughs> gate so no the back the backyard was big i had to push mow that thing sick of it so obviously that messed up my effective hourly rate which right. is what you actually make once you're once you're mowing and so that's why i actually downsized whenever i went to upgrade my mower i downsized the deck and went with a with a standard so that i can like zip on all these all these yards but anyways can you fit your mower in the backyard? All these different things are going to affect your time to complete. And so then we use this information to estimate your time to complete and then multiply it by your target hourly rate. Right. That's what's going to give you the number that you give to the customer, okay? That's, it seems simple. It's it w- really, it seems simple. it's a lot of work to get to two numbers, but once you get those two numbers, it is extremely simple. And then you just get better with it over time as you get more experience on, because I, I would still underbid yards. Right, I would because you missed yard. the estimate. That's right. right.
1: How long is it going to take me?
0: That's right. But one, one, last, one last tip on that is that one thing that I would do is I would make sure that I would always add a, like a five-minute buffer on top of everything. Right. Right. So five to 10 minutes. And then for me, I would be competitive with myself and I would take note of like, this is the time to complete, I thought about this yard. And if I, if I won it and I was actually, you know, mowing mowing it and servicing it on a regular basis, I would go try to beat that. And then what does that do? That just effectively bumps up my effective hourly rate every time I won against myself. Yeah. Yeah, that makes so sense. the prize is a higher effective hourly rate, putting more money in your, or putting the same amount of money in your pocket, in a faster amount of time. Yeah, I want I want to talk about one thing though,
1: real yeah, quick, because go. what we haven't covered yet is drive time. So Ooh. when we talked about taking out like how how much you're working in a, mm-hmm. in a day, right? How much windshield time do you have? I mean, that's the question. Um, so good. Are you are your lawns all stacked up in the same neighborhood or are you driving across town, you know, back and forth? That will destroy your target hourly rate. Because you've took all your expenses and divided it by the the time that you were working, not the time that you were actually like billing a client. Yeah. So there's two ways you can handle this. Number one is you stack them all in and have what we call like high route, high route density, right? Yeah. And the second way is when you are getting a bid request for something that might be a little bit further out than you're normally driving, take into consideration how long it's going to take you to drive there and put that into your bid. So it does See. two things. Number one is it makes you confident that, you know, even though it's a little further out, you're getting paid a little bit for your drive time number two it actually makes you potentially less competitive than somebody who has a bunch a bunch of yards in there but if you do land the job then then you land it with confidence that's right so a quick story i had a commercial client that had i think six properties spread throughout the city one of them was like way 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 out there It took me 25 minutes to drive out there not ideal not ideal for one it was just a two acre lot you know easy to cut but 25 minutes and I didn't like it. I told him, I said, look, I will do these. The rest of them were all like bunched up near other lawns but this one Mm -hmm. was like way far out there. And so what I told him was like, I can do all these, I'm gonna give you a bundle price but just so you know, I am charging you for the drive time to go out there. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, everybody does because it's so far out there. And I got the job and every time I drove out there I kept having to remind myself like, you know, a truck with a guy in there, two guys in there, helpers who I'm paying hourly. That's right. I'm like, "Oh, I'm getting paid for this." Like yeah. this was covered um by my bid and so it didn't bother me the time out there yeah. and the t- and the time back. So there's something to think about if you're going to if you know, if you guys are bidding on something yeah. that is going to take you longer to get there, add in the time and bid it with confidence. If you don't get it, that's fine because somebody else might have had a better price cuz they're closer. That's
0: right. If you do get it, you're you're golden. Because you accounted for it. Yeah. I mean, a similar thing happened to me, but I didn't win the bid. But I was okay with that, and I could live with that. And I even acknowledged to them, like, honestly, the the yard could be push mode in 10 minutes or so, 15 minutes. It wasn't difficult but it was so far out of my route and so far, like, and it, you know, as a friend and I just, I just straight up told him, I was like, I have to hit you with the, you know, with the drive time. Like you could probably find someone cheaper, mm-hmm. but this is what it would cost. Like, let me know. Didn't, right. didn't get it. And I was totally fine it's with fair. That it's fair. Because I know that I would have dreaded it if I would have right, had to like exactly. hit that drive time. And I think I had a helper at the time. And so it was just like, yeah, I, I can sleep well at night about that. Okay, so before we keep going, I want to point out that it's that time spent on your administrative tasks is time that you are not earning money, and if if you're not out there working, you're not getting paid. Period. The Check app automates most of your routine admin tasks, so you can spend your time more, uh, you know, actually earning money. So I got a review that Exterior Specialists left on the App Store about Check. I want to read this to y'all. Get this. They said, this app is like having a secretary in your back pocket. The sky's the limit to how many customers you want to take on. This app will keep them organized. Some of my customers want their lawn cut weekly, -weekly, bi-weekly, 10-day intervals. All no problem. No more pencil and paper. And uh, left us five stars, by the way. So, Okay, let's get back. All right, so now we're done with all the technical math right. stuff, yeah. okay? And we've boiled it down to two numbers. Now, if, if you've been in the service industry for long enough, you're going to hear two phrases very, very quickly. Number one is know your numbers. Number two is know your worth. So when people talk about knowing your numbers, your target hourly rate and your time to complete encapsulate 90 to 95% of that. If you can nail those two numbers, the outlier, like you are more prepared and you know your numbers more than most. Now, the second one is know your worth. And that's the last thing that we want to cover today. Knowing your worth is being okay, charging what you know to be what you need to charge. And giving yourself permission to actually ask people to pay your target hourly rate and not feeling bad about it at all and so if you if you know your numbers you can accept the job knowing that you're going to make money on it walk away if the customers you know says that you're too high and you wouldn't do it for less and you can also not worry about other people if they you know underbid because those are the types of people the people who are going to underbid to build up their build up their business if they don't know their numbers they are heading for they're heading towards going out of business there's, it's like a there's, slow death there's no way around that they're not it's, charging enough that's exactly right and so matt to talk to me about this $25 guy. Yes.
1: Everybody loves to rag on the $25 guy. Everyone does. Right? He's bitten the lawns for $25. You talk to the customer. and $25 they say, well, any
0: price well, or the, any size.
1: Well, the last
0: guy did it for $25. That's right. Oh. My favorite response to that, I've literally said this, or, or even my last guy did it cheaper. Yeah. Where is he now? Where, <laughs> hey, and, it, and it's not even, it doesn't even have to be snarky. No. But it's like, oh, great. What happened to him? Stumped. Every right. single person that has said that to me, they gets, they're get stomach. Oh, he stopped showing up. And then that's where I'm able to communicate value. But to yeah, keep going. Yeah, bring, right, bring right. So
1: <clears throat> there's a couple of reasons, right? So the $25 guy, he we just talked about this. He might not actually be charging enough. And so he's on his way out of business. Or mm-hmm. he he's figured it out. He's figured out how to do his THR and his... TCC, the time to complete, and he's got it down to 25 bucks. Yep. How does he do this? Well, there's a couple of th- reasons. One, maybe he's only paying himself 25 bucks an hour. I mean, 15 bucks an hour, Sure, right? But he's not paying himself much. So he's he is not paying himself really probably what he should be paying for being a business owner. The second reason is he's providing a lesser quality product. Yeah. And here's the thing to understand about like the customers, right? And i'll say this some customers want the high quality product and they care about it they care about the stripes they care about the edges they care about your professionalism how you communicate yes. that you show up on time all these things that is very important to them and they are willing to pay more some people just don't care that's right they just they just need it knocked down so their neighbors don't complain
0: yeah
1: they don't care what it looks like they don't care that it grows to like six seven inches and then they knock it down and they're okay paying for a lesser quality product and that is fine for them and you necess- you don't want those customers that's right because they're going to be upset that they're paying you 50 60 70 bucks to cut their lawn mm-hmm. and so you're looking for it's a it's a match you're looking for a match right you want a customer who values the product that you're offering and then you match that by offering them a high quality product the 25 five dollar guy sometimes is offering a cheap, low-quality product to a customer who wants a
0: cheap, low-quality product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and at the end of the day, like even if they have dialed in their numbers, at those lower price points, there is no way for you to make a higher gross profit margin than offering higher-quality services to someone who wants those higher-quality services. No, it's
1: razor thin. You're riding on the edge the whole time. That's right and we'll talk about this another time, but like, how do you, how do you plan for, you know, emergencies and equipment breaking down and all those things that causes the, the low bidders to not be able to show up because they, they're not bidding enough. They didn't take into consideration their business expenses to account for things like having a backup mower or being able to rent, rent a mower. If yours goes down, like all of these things you have to think about. And so that allows for sustainability in business and be able to keep keep your product, uh, super professional, super, super high quality.
0: Okay. So what is the, what is the one thing that we want our listeners to go away and do from listening to this podcast? Okay.
1: So the one thing that you need to do is figure out your numbers. Okay. Okay. So you need to know your THR. You need to know what you're putting in your pocket. Now I gave you an outline of adding up all your business expenses, but I took it a step further and I built a calculator that's on our website. So I'll put the link in the description or the show notes to the calculator. What it is, is you, it asks you all these questions for your business expenses. You move a little slider with your thumb or you can use it on a laptop and it will spit out a target hourly rate that meets your needs.
0: It's a beautiful thing.
1: Yes, so we, we, we took all the math out of it for you and all you got to do is tell us how much you, your, your business actually costs you to run
0: amazing is that free to use that sounds like an amazing tool
1: it is absolutely free what's on our, our website?
0: website yep yeah okay so look i i want y'all to remember that at check we are here to champion you the operator and if this podcast has helped you in any way please leave us a good rating and review wherever you get your podcast and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode follow us on social media to learn more and if you ever have any questions or ideas or anything that you think we could help answer or solve for you and your business, please let us know. Email us at podcast at hellocheck.co.co, not .com, all right? Or join our Discord community by following the link below.